Turn the headphones up. Turn the microphone up. Turn the levels up a little bit. Yeah. Let me get to the episode, ladies and gentlemen. 39 episodes later. 39 episodes later. 39 intros later. 39 dockets later. We are celebrating... Hip-hop, it is 50 years of hip-hop, and I can't even contain it anymore. We're going to get right to it. 50 years of that genre known as hip-hop. I'm in a very, very celebratory mood, to say the least. This is the EBCG Podcast, episode 39, Hip-Hop 50. I appreciate you all for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, all-inclusive podcasts, children and babies. Yeah, yeah, everybody can't go, but everybody is welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, let's let where do I even start? Where the f- do I start? So, you know, obviously, you know, we're celebrating hip hop. You know, 50 years of hip hop. Hip hop turns 50 on this day, you know. Um Yeah, man, and I'm I'm just feeling I'm really feeling, you know, it's really really just crazy. To see, you know, basically, or to just know that I've been a part of something that, you know, has evolved over the years. And just the influence that hip-hop has had on me personally. I know for a fact that, you know, the influence that this genre has had, you know, on all cultures, on all, you know. I mean, we're, we we global. Hip-hop is global, you know. We're going we gonna to delve into some hip-hop talk a little bit later in the episode. I want to I wanna get this episode started the right way, you know what I'm saying? As far as me, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Um, you know, I definitely will be in the building for that Hip-Hop 50 concert at Yankee Stadium, EBCG podcast. So shout out to, if you're in the BX, you know, uh, on August the 11th, EBCG podcast, I will be in the building. Um... Yeah, man, I'm just feeling really, really good about, you know, you know, the podcast. We definitely on to come up, you know, numbers is growing steadily, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not necessarily a numbers guy, right? Like, don't get me wrong when I say the numbers. Like, I'm not really, I don't do it for the numbers, right? I do it for the, in, the inspiration and the impact at the end of the day. And, and realistically, if I had one listener <laughs> to be all the way a thousand with you, if that one listener was taking something away, you know, from, from any of these episodes that, you know, could basically help them through a tough time or whatever the case may be, then, you know, listen, man, that that's my Grammy right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not really sure, like, I feel like there's a lot to get to, right? And I'm staring at my dock. I'm side-eyeing my docket right now, fam. I'm not even going to hold you. I definitely got... I got, a, I got like seven on the docket for y'all. Really, I got like nine because I just added two real quick because I didn't feel like I had enough. I said, hold on. Let me just let me just go to the news cycle real quick. Let me see. Okay, wow. I had to add two things in there real quick. And I definitely want to get this thing started off. But before we get it started, you know, we, we you know, unfortunately, we have to, we got to send a praise and condolences. You know, um, I feel like every episode we got to do this, by the way. When is there going to just be a, a, a episode or just a week without some type of tragedy going on? Am I asking for too much? So, there, apparently, 
Not this again. So deadly wildfires in Maui, Hawaii, forces thousands of residents to evacuate in need of shelter and food. Prayers pray up for Hawaii um, off top. You know, obviously we're in a celebratory mood and we want to keep it in a celebratory mood. But at the same time, we, we do want to acknowledge and, you know, uh, you know, the people who are basically going through going through something right now out there that, you know, is obviously a, a difficult a, a hurdle, if you will. And Will Maddie TV, I know a little I know a little something about hurdles and obstacles. Now, I've never been, you know. In a situation this severe, and for hopefully, you know, inshallah, I will never have to deal with something that's this, you know, uh, severe. So they they had to evaluate. They're talking about thousands of people. That's all of the information I have on it. Like I said, I literally just like went and looked at this right before the episode and, and wrote it down real quick. But realistically, fam. Apparently, some strong winds, you know. Created. I, I definitely need to look into this a little bit further, because realistically, we just had we just had a wildfire in Canada, right? And we seen what the results of that was. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really want to even really speak on this until I get more information. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to jump the gun, but we definitely want to acknowledge and send the prayers and condolences to the people in Hawaii and just the people. In, 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 in turbulent situations any and everywhere. You know, I don't like to single out anybody when I'm giving prayers and condolences. Anybody going through a tough time, you know, deserves prayers and condolences and, and, and love and concern. So we, we definitely want to send those out off top. I, 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 have, I haven't read anything in regards to a death toll as far as the, you know, a number of people who, you know... Well, basically, you know, I, I hate to even say, I don't even like speaking death into existence, right? But basically anybody who died, because, you know, when you hear deadly wildfires, you know, the word, obviously the first word there is deadly, right? So obviously this is an ongoing situation. We just want to send our prayers and condolences to the people in Hawaii. Um, we're going to move along. We're going to move along. We don't want to keep it on a the vibrations is low right now. I know, I know. I promise you we got we got some more stuff to get to. We got some stuff to talk about that's positive as well. But we definitely wanted to acknowledge that off top, right? Um, I definitely also caught, you know, wind, right? No puns intended. You know what I'm saying? Wild wildfires, a lot of wind, you know, that basically caused that. But I, I caught wind of, you know, an article in regards to so after months of quiet negotiations Iran and the US have reached an agreement in regards to the release of four or five prisoners who were you know wrongfully detained in Iran so apparently these individuals are going to be well they were released they're actually still in Iran, but they were released from prison and are currently on house arrest. And that is all the information I have about that. I just felt like I wanted to acknowledge that as well. Salute to them. Obviously, listen, we celebrate like me personally. I got I got hip hop 50 to celebrate. Right. And that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. And that's kind of where, you know, uh, 
that's my means for celebration right now. Like, so as far as these individuals right here, they're probably not going to be at the Hip Hop 50 concert, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure they're going to be celebrating their release, right? So I just feel like we needed to throw that in there. I'm not really sure what they were detained for and why, you know, it was deemed wrongfully detained, but all I know is this. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other people who are reading this article and are keeping their fingers crossed because obviously when we when, when it comes to, you know, wrongful detention, you know, obviously in the U.S. we have that. We got to deal with that as well. Listen, I just, two episodes ago, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I came out of jail and potted, you know what I'm saying? And and realistically, I still haven't really even delved into that fully and gave y'all a real story. I still got to, you know, basically, I'm still fighting the case right now, fam. Give me some time. Let me, let me deal with that. Let me deal with the legalities. And we're going to come back and we're going to pod, right? And we're going to talk about it. But obviously, wrongful detention is nothing new, right? So like I said, man, hopefully this, this does start a domino effect. That's basically what I was trying to get to. And, you know, some more individuals will be released, you know, who were also wrongfully detained. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. Like I said, there's a whole lot of shit going on. I feel like it's a whole lot of shit going on that, like, I care about. And then also, it's a bunch of other shit going on that they want me to care about, right? So it's kind of like the yin and the yang of, like, trying to basically process and eliminate, right? What do you process? What do you eliminate, right? They try to get me to, to focus on some Trump stuff. They throwing Trump all in the news cycle. I'm not really sure what's going on. They've been trying to lock this nigga up for... You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not really sure what's going on, fam. Is he guilty or not, fam? Just just put him on when the cuffs is on and he's walking into the side. I don't really need the whole backstory of what he did. Listen, listen. Let the justice system do the justice system. And I don't necessarily really want to see all that. I'm not really trying to ingest that. Right? I got enough on my palate, enough on my plate. Trump not even the president. I hear more about Trump than I hear about Biden, which is crazy, Right? So I'm not really sure what this all means. Obviously, politically, there's a lot of different things taking place. I'm still potting through the wire. My studio's down. So y'all know I got to kind of... I'm on a really, really strict diet when it comes to, you know, intake and, you know, current events right now, right? Only the shit that, that I... Only the black shit is getting to me right now is basically what I'm trying to say, right? I ain't really know how else to say it. If it's not Hip Hop 50, if it's not like... Something related to my people and my struggle and my plight. I can only take it my plight right now, right? Is what I'm saying. I'm being facetious. Listen, we gonna move along. Uh, EBCG, we are all inclusive. Uh, we 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 cover all worldly events, fam. We are the this is damn near we like BBC over here, fam. If it's taking place in the world, we will discuss and we will dissect. I wanna I wanna move on to the next to the next topic I got on my docket. I'm just trying to figure out basically how I want to tackle this. Lizzo. So Lizzo. Lizzo. We all know Lizzo. Lizzo is, you know, a singer-songwriter. You know, uh, a Grammy award-winning I'm just making this up, by the way. I'm, I'm assuming she won a couple of Grammys, fam. She definitely, she has some joints out there that, that went, right? I believe she won a couple of Grammys. I don't know about, she didn't get that. She's not an EGOT, right? She didn't get the Oscars yet. She's not Monique, right? Well, no, Monique doesn't sing. Who got, the, who got that? Is that common? 
I feel like Common, he either has it or he's one trophy away from getting it. I'm getting off point here, off subject. Let's let Lizzo, 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 Lizzo. I'm not even really sure. I put I put what the F next to Lizzo with the question mark because I'm not really sure how they even really. Lizzo is out here body shaming people, apparently. Right? And according to, you know, some people on her team, some people on her staff, you know, she's, you know, is work environments and that whole thing. Listen, we've seen this stuff happen so many times. At this point, it's kind of like, I don't really, like I said, man, I'm, I got to process and eliminate, fam. So certain shit, I'm going to just write it on the docket just over the strength of I understand that, you know, these are like hot topics, basically, right? And realistically, I'm still a growing brand and a growing podcast, fam. If it's a hot topic, I'm going to throw it on the docket, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll, I'll make a decision as I'm going along. Like, do I really even want to discuss this? But realistically, like I said, the studio's down right now. I'm discussing any and everything, right? So Lizzo... Lizzo, I'm not sure, did she get charged with anything? I don't believe she has. I mean, I haven't really been following, following this. I've only heard, you know, basically uh, the initial reports that came out, which is basically some people basically felt uncomfortable. People got uncomfortable and now they suing, right? And like I said, once again, that's that just seems to be a reoccurring, a very, very, you know, almost trendy thing that I feel like, you know, uh, we see this happen with a lot of different celebrities, you know, in particular, obviously artists, you know, we seen it happen with the guy on the, t- the, the, the Today Show, fam, the morning host, that guy, like, they got a lot of people out of here based off of some allegations, like, and realistically, fam, how many of these people who have been, you know, uh, accused of these different things have we actually seen go to jail? And that's just kind of where I'm at with it at this point. Like, if y'all not locking these people up, then it's kind of hard for me to kind of get on. You understand what I'm saying? It just doesn't really seem that valid or credible until I actually see somebody. We seen what they did with R. Kelly. They put out the documentary and they, like, that's, that's the week of the trial, the week of the decision. They They had that documentary out, you feel me? And it's just like, man, you know, I'm not really sure what to even really make of this. Um, the accusations themselves, basically, I quoted, you know, from what I understand, there was like some strip club, you know, outings, you know. I'm not really, listen, man, like I said, fam, you know what I'm saying? Listen, the truth hurts. The truth hurts. Lizzo, the truth hurts, fam. And sometimes you could be joking, you might be in a celebratory mood, you might be out and about, you might be on a certain type of time, but that don't necessarily mean that the people around you are on that same time, right? So in all reality, Lizzo might have said whatever they're accusing her of saying, I just don't necessarily feel like we should be seeing Lizzo getting locked up in 2023 over some allegations uh, about body shaming. Whatever the case may be, this is a developing story as well, so we will we'll be spinning the block with this one. We probably gonna have to spin the block with this whole episode low key. Realistically, fam, I'm gassed right now. Your boy just came in, you know what I'm saying? I got caught up in the rain, all crazy. Like I literally rode my bike from Manhattan to Brooklyn in a in a typhoon, fam. What was that out there? I'm in New York City and obviously, you know, we started off the episode 
talking about how Hawaii and the wildfires out there. Look at me stuttering. I still got rain in my damn my nose and shit. Right? Obviously, I showered and everything now, right? I'm feeling really, really good. I'm feeling really, really relaxed. I got that, you know what I'm saying? What's this right here? Some candy OG. You know what I'm saying? Got that got that marinating real nice right now. So I'm 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 cool. And what I'm saying is I wasn't cool 15 minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of still rain lagged, if you will, right? So I'm going to spin the block. Like I said, the studio's down, and I'm very, very much aware of the audio. I'm very, very, like, I'm like, at this point, 39 episodes in, I'm so used to editing and having my sound a certain way, you feel me? So realistically, when I listen to the playback, it doesn't it doesn't really sound that bad. I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. It doesn't actually sound that bad, but for me personally, I can tell. I know it's not as good as it should be, right? So for me, that shit is cringy, and it's just kind of like I don't want to say I don't care about these episodes, but these episodes have been throwaways. We could admit it, right? Go back to to episode twenty four because I've been doing that as well. I definitely been going back to listen to the older episodes. Like man, the catalog is really like. I'm definitely looking forward to just growing the brand, growing the EBCG brand, um, podcasting is one lane, obviously. Um, so there's just a lot to look forward to in, in regards to the brand. You know, obviously, like I said, you know, Yankee Stadium, I don't really know. I'm not really sure where, if you're not there, where are you? Tomorrow is going down, August 11th. EBCG podcast, Yankee Stadium. I'm gonna be in the building. Um, I might go live on stage, fam. I don't know what I'm gonna do realistically. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I'm gonna be in the building. Hip Hop Fifty concert. It's definitely gonna be. It's gonna be too lit, too lit, and I'm too excited, and I'm looking forward to that. Y'all, y'all already know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have y'all updated. I actually, actually, and this is where we could slide into that side of the things. So look. AMP, right? Shout out to AMP. I'm back on AMP. You know what I'm saying? Wilmatic TV. Um, I definitely did a couple of shows. Um, most recently, I did a show um, basically highlighting the samples in hip-hop. And I'm going to spin a block with that because I just feel like I, I had some more in the tuck. And I didn't really get to get those off or whatever the case may be. And, it, and realistically, it's just so many songs that have been sampled that you really can do. Maybe a 10 or 20 shows around that, right? So I got another show actually tonight, which obviously by the time this episode airs, which is going to be August 11th, 50th year anniversary for hip hop, EBCG podcast, episode 39. You know, I got to drop on the day that we celebrating hip hop. Come on, it's only right. You know what I'm saying? The cover I got is going to be fire, by the way. Y'all can look forward to that. That'll be out on August 11th. EBCG podcast, uh, AMP, my show that I'm referring to, that's going to be, y'all probably going to miss that by the time you hear this. I'm doing that tonight, actually in like two hours, right? Which is really why I'm trying to like speed talk through this joint. Because I really ain't even really like get my format the way it need to be. But I'm, I'm definitely, you know, doing another another part of that, you know, Sample by Hip Hop is the name of the show. I was trying to remember the name of my show. Sample by Hip Hop. I come off the dome with these, so you know what I'm saying? Realistically, I got to kind of go back in the Rolodex and sample by hip-hop is definitely the name of the show, um, and it's going to be dope, man. You know what I'm saying? So look forward to that. Um, like I said, Hip Hop 50 concert, 
Yankee Stadium. I got a, I'll be going live on AMP. Um, so y'all can look forward to that around 7 p.m. Um, that's subject to change, by the way. Because realistically, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing at 7 p.m. I'm going to be in the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? So realistically, fam, I put 7. But at some point, for sure, I'm going to try to make the deadline. But you could be looking forward to that. So let, let's let's keep this thing going here. Episode 39, EBCG Podcast, Will Maddie TV. Appreciate you all for tuning in and listening with me. So, like I said, man, it's been a lot of, just a lot of noise, man. Just a lot of noise been going on. And, uh, and this next topic I got on my docket right here is definitely a great example of that. I'm only talking about. The number one story, the number one story in New York City. God damn it. This might be global news at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, Kai Sanat turned New York City into a GTA 5 mission, fam. My, they put, it looked like they put the cheat code in. Remember when you used to be able to put the cheat codes in? I'm a, I'm a GTA head, right? So I go back. To the, to, the, to the days of the cheat codes, right? Cheat. What was the website, man? They had so many. I believe it was Cheat Planet, huh? Game Facts, Cheat Facts, whatever. I was on all of them shits, right? Printing out the goddamn paper. I would, I'd be coming home with piles of cheat codes. In, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really was on that like that. And there was definitely a cheat code. And they called this cheat code Chaos Mode. And what happens when you put this cheat code in? You guessed it. Chaos would ensue. And you had a goddamn city, and, and basically everybody was just wilding. You had grandmas with guns and shit, cars crashing, buildings burning. Well, what happened? What took place at 14th Street Union Square, you know, last week? A few days ago, really. I don't even think it's been a week, you know, at the time of the recording. Uh... Yeah, that's basically what we went, what took place. So basically, let me what what actually happened, right? Because I'm I'm being facetious, obviously, right? I need some water. I'm not gonna hold you. Let's let's try to hurry this thing up. The kid needs some water. I'm parched, and, but I'm gonna get through this real quick. I'm a, I'm a, I, like I said, there's no way that Hip Hop 50, the day that the 50th anniversary of Hip Hop, my podcast is dropping, fam. Like I said, I'll spend the block with this. You feel me? I'll spin the block with this, so I ain't really tripping. But I had to just, you know, realistically, by the time I get my studio set up the way it need to be, these stories are going to be old right here, right? So I had to kind of just get these off, and realistically, this kind of just happened. So Kasanat, you know, obviously, we all know Kasanat, man. You know, he's the number one streamer on, you know, the internet right now, uh... Millions of followers Legitimately You know Obviously we see a lot of people On on social media Who are influencers Who have a lot of followers On social media Right What we don't usually see Is that translate Into the streets You know what I'm saying We don't usually see Thousands of people You know We we used to see them Under the comments And liking the picture It's always thousands of people Liking we don't actually ever see those people translate from off the screen, on the internet, off of your phone, off of the app, into the actual street, fam. 
Kasanat has way too much power. You see the you know the song that Kanye West made called Power? Yeah, it's called Power. It's actually named Power. This this might actually apply to Kasanat right here, fam. He can literally jack that this song is basically made for him, fam. No one man should have all of this power. And, you know, he went on social media, he went on Twitch, I believe. Yeah, he definitely was on Twitch. And he promised a big giveaway, basically, right? So it was supposed to be PS5s and, you know what I'm saying, PCs. And, I mean, I'm not going to hold you. I didn't hear about this, right? I, I deleted my Twitch app. Like, I kind of got I just gave up on it, right? Like, I'm not about to have another app that I have to sit here and try to figure out how to. It is just too many apps at this point, right? So I gave up on Twitch, right? I definitely got a Twitch page with some content on it. I might need to get back on it, realistically, fam. Because if I could get this kind of influence, I might not need the EBCG podcast if I could do this on Twitch. You, you understand what I'm saying? This is this was crazy. And realistically, if I caught, if I heard about this, right? Low-key, like a PC, fam? A PC is, is not going for cheap. I might have been out there, is what I'm saying, with a mask on, fam. I didn't even know that this was happening, right? I heard about this way after all of the chaos ensued, right? So I'm like, damn, he was giving out PCs? Well, that was what was promised. And people pulled up. And the police came, and the police police got beat up, and it was a whole thing. And, you know what I'm saying, they, they was out there throwing rocks, and they was breaking into stores, and people was getting hit, and... It was a bunch of kids, and it just the optics was just all bad. All of the optics were bad. They they broke into a construction site. You had people with chaos mode, GTA. The cheat code was in, fam. People walking around with shovels. Like, it was actually GTA 5 is what I'm saying, right? And obviously, the, the irony there is that Kaisa not being a big streamer, you know, and a big, you know, he obviously comes from that world, right? The video game, the gamers, and... They actually have a whole squad on GTA 5, right? So I'm not really even sure. Like, basically, I, Kai, Kai need to just lay low at this point. Kai said not, you know what I'm saying? You might want to get low at this point. Hopefully, this doesn't, um, you know, get blown up out of proportion more than it already basically has, right? Because it's kind of hard to, to just kind of sweep this under the rug here, you know. We're talking about a whole city was shut down. Like, he shut the city down, fam. The trains wasn't running at 14th Street. That's one of the busiest train stations. That's probably one of their largest. They probably get the most Metro card swipes in that train station, for all we know, right? That got to be in the top three. So, I'm I'm just saying, the amount of money and the, the amount of resources that probably, you know, were lost, you know, because of this. Hopefully it doesn't translate into more things being lost. You know, obviously they, the way the media, oh man, the media, the way they basically portrayed it and the way they were spinning it, and uh, you know, what what basically looks like is getting ready to happen is they getting ready to two things, sue, constant and you know, he gonna have to chalk up a lot of money and you know basically pay back for all of the loss, you know what I'm saying Metro card swipes and. All of the police that had to get dispatched and all of the all of that stuff, you know what I'm saying, the payroll that you gotta figure out for all of the And they're gonna take his Twitch, more than likely, right? Which would be, you know, 
I, I would only imagine. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure how much of, of the Twitch that he. I'm not really sure if he needs Twitch at this point, though. Realistically, is what I'm trying to say. You figure at this point, if you can get people to come outside and do what they did, and we'll be seeing them do at 14th Street, fam. Chances are you can get a crowd of people to follow you on the internet, right? Your influence is that. If your influence is that large, so I'm pretty sure he'll be alright. He'll be able to bounce back, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't really necessarily feel like, like I, realistically, fam, we've seen this before, and and the crazy thing about it is we've seen this before when you know, the stakes were way higher, and this was like reminiscent of, and I hate to bring back, you know, obviously dark times, you know, but the George Floyd, that whole situation we seen nationwide protests we seen those same images that we seen at 14th street so basically i'm i'm personally like kind of like i've seen this before so it didn't really like feel like now i was in real time it was crazy though i was kind of reacting like damn and like basically how is this all gonna play out but you know fortunately nobody got killed and it wasn't really this wasn't life and death right just a couple couple million dollars lost Big deal, bro. How much money did, we, did COVID take from us, right? Yeah, now he's going to have to pay, though. He's going to have to pay. With all that being said, he's definitely going to have to pay, right? Inflation right now, they want their money right now. They clearly not playing about their money. And speaking about people not playing, we get to the next topic on the docket. Just like that. So, Montgomery, Alabama, Riverfront Brawl is what it is being labeled as all across social media, all across, all across Twitter. I'm not sure why I'm talking. Like, I, like I just drank a whole bottle of Henny or some shit, fam. I'm slurring this shit, bro. I'm really just probably exhausted for real. And realistically, fam, the weekend I have ahead of me, you know what I'm saying? The, just the thought of it is exhausting. For real, for real. So I, I'm, I'm actually am exhausted, right? And I do need to get some rest. I got my show on A&P after this, after that. You know what I'm saying? I'm fading to black, fam. I'm fading to black. But speaking of black, right? Another segue. Yeah, yeah. It was it was basically the blacks versus the whites here. Um, once again, this is not something that we're we're not fam- we're unfamiliar with, right? I've seen this movie before in several different theaters. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we we kind of see... What, what what we didn't see, though, was certain... All right, so basically, a lot of different things took place here and transpired. What, what started this whole brawl and this whole fight between two groups... So you had one group of individuals, you know, white people, uh, basically not trying to follow the rules, trying to use their white privilege to kind of just get their way and kind of get what they want out of a situation, right? So they came on a boat that they wanted to basically dock that they weren't allowed. They basically were being told that they couldn't dock their boat, right? So they go ahead and dock their boat anyway, right? And what I ended up finding out was the other the other individuals who ended up, you know, basically in the, in the brawl, right? Or the other group, I should say, right? They were actually on another boat, and they were trying to... They were being blocked by this boat, if I'm not mistaken. So, basically, 
they was wrong and they was wronger, right? You're blocking people from actually entering the, the vicinity that are trying to dock their boat so that they can go about their goddamn day. Y'all coming in here, y'all blocking, y'all breaking the rules. So, all right, security guard, this is a black security guard, right? Basically tried to explain this to them. They wasn't trying to hear it. Fast forward, somebody attacks the security guard. The security guard ends up getting jumped, and it's a whole fucking bro, right? We've seen this shit a thousand times. At this point, we all seen the, the videos and the clips. The thing went viral. You got people throwing hats in the air. They saying it's the Bobby Smurder, which I didn't even catch that, right? Until they pointed it out. Like, ah, I guess it is kind of similar to... The internet is always just going to find a way to make a correlation that it's just like, fam. It's just one big joke at this point, right? So, it was a brawl. Uh, you know, we got the better, we got the better uh, end of the, you know. They got the short end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make this, like, as, like, clean as possible, right? Just for the simple fact that, like I said, the legalities part of this didn't really happen yet. And realistically, I don't want to be on record saying anything before, you know, people see the courts. I'm dealing with my own legal situation, fam. I don't want no smoke with anybody else's legal situations that they got to deal with, right? And obviously, you know, thorough beans was handed out here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's all on camera at the end of the day. So I'm not really sure how this is going to play out. Um, what I do know is that this did feel and look like it was very much racially charged. I mean, that's pretty much how the optics look, you know. Oh, yeah, the whole situation. Yeah, so that was basically one of the main things that went viral, right? So there was definitely... One of the, one of the individuals, you know, he came to save the day. Yeah, your man swam across a goddamn pond, fam. We don't know if it was sharks in that water or not, bro. He didn't care, bro. He dove in that shit like Michael Phelps, man. Head first, perfect dive. Water didn't even splash up. He got right across that shit. He got across that shit like he was. What was that damn show on Nickelodeon, fam? Huh? What was it? What was it? What was it? It's at the tip of my tongue, man. But they had a show, man. Uh, what was the name of that show? I'm going to get Guts is the name of the goddamn show. And I'm actually going to find. They got to have that show on YouTube somewhere. He swam across that water like it was an obstacle in Guts, fam. And he was on the show as for the fifth time. And he knew exactly how to get across that. He got across that shit in record time. Pulled himself up out of the water. Listen, I just told you, I just came out of the goddamn rain. It was hard for me to just pedal. I mean, I pedaled across the whole Brooklyn Bridge. I was out. I was bugging the fuck out, fam. I thought it was going to be on and off. It really came down hard the whole ride, fam. So I literally walked into the... I'm walking. I, I'm, I was damn near 20 pounds heavier when I walked in with all them damn wet clothes on, fam. And what I'm saying is this. I know how hard it is just to walk with some wet shit on, Right? After you just swam across a shark-infested lake, fam, for him to be able to pull himself up and then come out and then actually still have faster hands than everybody else. So, you know, he, he definitely an internet legend now. He done went viral. They gonna have this, this is going to be a meme for the rest of, you know what I'm saying, for eternity, all of that stuff. Personally, I don't really, um, I don't really get too excited over, you know, 
just the viral moments on the internet anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, I try to kind of, like, stay away from this. But this was kind of impossible to avoid just for the simple fact that everybody was going to make sure that you've seen or heard about this. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I do have one question, though. I do have one question. And we do have to make, you know, listen, man, the memes is cool. I like to laugh. Listen, I love to laugh. I do. I do. I wake up laughing. I go to sleep laughing. And this, this is facts every single day. Right. And if I can't do that, then something is very, very wrong. Right. That's kind of like when I know that I'm not my chakras is not really aligned the right way. But if the roles were reversed, how would this have all played out? And that's that's the only question I have right there. You know, what I'm saying uh, obviously, you know, we've seen one individual actually get arrested at the scene. Um because he actually picked up a chair and, you know, began to hit people with a the chair. Then he ended up hitting somebody, a female that was down on the floor. He hit her with the chair. And it was just like, fam, they don't even do that in wrestling anymore, bro. You know what I'm saying? And even when they was on it like that and you could, like, wild out and shit, they wasn't hitting nobody in the head with the chair while they was down, fam. You wait till they get up, fam. They stand there with the chair and they wait. And then when the person gets up on their feet, then they swing the chair in. He hit Shorty in the head while she was down already? That's just not something I'm familiar with. I'm not familiar with that type of, with that maneuver right there, right? So, obviously, the cops wasn't going to let him do that, right? People watching, his cameras all over the shit. They took it. They leg sweeped him and got him right down on the dock, fam. Face first. Get down. Put the cuffs on him and got him out of there, right? So, realistically, I don't really know. Like I said, once again, we don't really know... I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like. I know what them cuffs feel like. I know how it feels to be in the back of that car. You sitting in there with these guys that would... Let me not say what I was going to say, but you just sitting there with thoughts. I know how that feels, so I don't wish that on anybody. But realistically, fam, you, you wild out, bro. You wild out just a little bit too much. There was a lot of dudes there that you could have popped on, bro. And that's my only thing. Like, why are you going after a female that's on the ground already? I could understand if she was on his wife's back... Or something, you know what I'm saying? Trying to put her in a goddamn chokehold or something like this. Yeah, all right, maybe you want to get her off your wife, but that wasn't the case there. You, you, I don't know, he blacked out. Some people said that he might have had a flashback, whatever the case may be. That's very possible. Everybody not built to just be in a crowd full of people just swinging and fighting. I know I'm not. And realistically, you know, listen. Yeah, so that 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 was that was pretty, you know... I must say, pretty dope to see, though. Regardless of what the outcome is and whoever, whatever the case may be, the fact of the matter is an individual was attacked for basically just doing their job, and that's something that I can relate to as well. You know what I'm saying? You can literally be just doing a job that you're being paid to do, and that's all you're trying to do. And there are people out here that will make... It's almost like it's their obligation and their duty to make sure that you just don't complete that task, right? So I could understand being in a situation where it's like, all right, fam, I'm getting, this is kind of what I have to do. It's not really, like, my my personal choice. If it was up to me personally, I don't really care. Like, realistically, I got a job to do. I'm trying to do my job. You attack me at that point, somebody getting thrown in the water, fam. And me personally, yeah, yeah. Before, before Sun even got across there, and he probably wouldn't even have been able to swim across by the time... I would have probably already drowned somebody, is what I'm saying, right? And it just would have been bad, bro. And I just try to avoid these type of situations. I don't like 
the optics of this for me is what I'm saying. So I can't really like it for anybody else, right? Because I wouldn't want to be in this situation, honestly. As a matter of fact, I'm praying these days for God to keep me out of these kind of situations. Because realistically, fam, everybody just can't go. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't grow. And everybody's just not built like you, fam. So you might have one intention and then somebody else might have another intention. Listen, man. Montgomery, Alabama, Riverfront Brawl, that's what they're calling it. You know. I did my best to kind of stumble through that. Because realistically, like I said, all I went off of was... With literally all the comments I've seen on Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. And I don't really try to delve into this stuff. I did watch the video, obviously, for podcast purposes. We're going to move on, though. We're going to move along. We're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. I want to just remind you guys that the EBCG podcast, I will be in Yankee Stadium August 11th. You already know what it is. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building like floors and ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm here to restore the feeling. You already know what it is. I might, I might, I'm not gonna, I might, I might not be opposed to dropping episode 40 is what I'm saying. I might back to back y'all, but I shouldn't even really be giving that away. I'm just saying, I don't know what's going to happen when I'm in the building with LL Cool J, Cool Mo D, huh? Run DMC, you feel me? Lupe Fiasco on the bill. I just don't know. When me and hip-hop get together, you just don't know what could happen is all I'm saying, right? So just keep your, keep your notifications on and just stay tuned, right? Just stay tuned. Unfortunately, this, this next artist won't be in the building uh, because he just got sentenced to 10 years, man. And realistically, I didn't really know how else to segue into that. Um, I feel like I found the perfect segue there. Uh, that was the best I can do. This next artist I was referring to is Tory Lanez, by the way, who I, you know, just recently was sentenced to 10 years. Sentenced to 10 years. Um, yeah, man, lawyer, lawyer plans to appeal. And, you know, obviously the question... That is being asked here is, was the sentencing too harsh? Basically. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, considering everything, we're not going to even really beat around the bush with this because at the end of the day, this has been being dragged out. This has got dragged out long enough, right? And realistically, fam, you know, I just didn't really like the optics of this either, Right? This is something else that had optics I ain't like. Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion, the trial, the, that whole debacle, it was nasty. It was nasty, and at the end of the day, obviously Tory Lanez, he, he, he's in a bad situation right now, fam. Sentenced to 10 years is obviously not something that he was expecting, and as a matter of fact, I feel like I just was reading something maybe days before the sentencing, or at least a week or two weeks before it, where he basically was saying, or his lawyer would put out a statement that said that they wouldn't, they basically wanted him to be released on house arrest or something along those lines. I mean, so obviously when a statement like that is being put out, the assumption or the expectation is that, you know, you're not going to get 10 years in prison. Obviously, this is not what they was expecting. Um, the lawyer looked like he was upset about it, but, you know, he does plan to appeal. And once again, jail, prison is not something I wish on any man. Obviously, with some exceptions, I do feel like there are certain individuals who 
basically just you, you kind of got to lock these people away from society at the end of the day, right? Like, they just on a whole nother frequency that we can't really get, you know what I'm saying, come to an understanding with these individuals, right? So, yeah, there are certain individuals who do certain heinous crimes and commit certain acts that are basically unforgivable, right? And we don't want to, we always want to acknowledge that prison, you know, while we don't agree with, you know, the system of prison and, you know, oftentimes how people who don't necessarily belong in there end up in there, right? And just basically how they can miscalculate evidence and how certain things just don't, it's just a whole system, man, and, you know, it's kind of easy to get lost in the shuffle there, you know, if you basically end up in a situation like this. I don't really know how this is going to end or play out for Tory as far as his career and everything like that. Uh, at this point, at this point, I'm pretty sure he's, he would just be happy just being home with family, right? Is he going to get deported? There's all these different things, man, but it's not looking good. I feel like we're losing a lot of artists to prison. And I feel like this should be a clear example uh, that they basically will throw your ass in prison. You know what I'm saying? You Nobody's exempt. Um, sometimes you could be doing the right thing and you could still end up, you know what I'm saying? So realistically, fam, I don't know, you know, but everything that was released, the details, did Meg actually get shot? We don't even know if it's, it's just a whole mess. It's a whole mess, though. But praise and condolences, though, know, for everybody involved, including, you know, for everybody involved, right? And we're going to move off of that, man. We'll see how that, you know, I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to hear of Tory Lanez and, and that whole situation. Um, so Kobe and Gigi will be immortalized with a statue outside of the Crypto.com arena. That sounds so disgusting. It's forever the Staples Center to me. You feel me? And I ain't never even been to L.A. But it's just like, fam, why would y'all change the Staples? How do you go from the Staples Center to the crypto? I mean, realistically, though, the Staples Center. Eh, I guess when you really think about it, Staples, it's not even radio. That's not even like circuits. Like, I don't know. Circuit City went down. Is Staples even still? Yeah, nah, they still got some. I was just in Staples the other day. I'm bugging. I needed headphones. They got a Staples right around the corner from me. So, yeah, whatever the case may be. More importantly than that, right? Because I go, I, I go off the rails so quickly. Look how I just go from what I'm really trying to say here is salute to Kobe and Gigi. Obviously, you know, endless, endless, you know, love to Vanessa and, you know, the family and just, you know, Kobe, his legacy, Gigi, her legacy. Obviously, you know, everybody else who was on the helicopter, the Altabellis, you know, the Chesters, the Mount. Mausers, we, you know, this is something that, you know, obviously is not really left my mind personally. And, you know, realistically, fam, Kobe's statue is up in our hearts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Already. So it's kind of like, it's just gr great to see that they're actually going to, you know, put something there in, in their honor, in their memory. Um, every time I see, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, there's a mural of Kobe not too far from uh it's actually right across the street from the Barclay Center. And I pass that pretty much every day, at least five times a week. I'm going by there on my bike. And I'm, I always make it a point to turn and salute 
the mural. And in my mind, I always say to myself, that's basically like the Kobe and Gigi statue in Brooklyn. As far as I'm concerned, there's no other mural. I don't I don't believe there is. You know, and it's, it's a really good mural, actually. And I actually say this to myself, like, quietly when I go by there. Like, they might as well. As a matter of fact, before I even seen this story, I feel like I just said this, like, two weeks ago. Reoccurring theme in my life where I'm basically just thinking and talking things into existence. Right? It's mind-blowing at times, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode, right? This Hip-Hop 50, Right? And we celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, but we, but we also want to take this time in this moment to celebrate Kobe and Gigi because they are going to be immortalized with a statue in front of the Crypto.com arena. And I feel like it's amazing. I feel like it's absolutely necessary. I, I also feel like every other stadium, every other arena, every other sports facility should basically follow suit, uh, realistically, fam. And that's just my take on that. Yeah, we're going to immortalize this, 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 this individual, right? And his and his daughter, right? Who we we knew for a fact was only gonna continue this greatness that we've already seen. So yeah, I, I just feel like that was necessary. Um, salute to them, and I, I do believe Nike they reinstated the Kobe's also. So you know that's 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 great. I guess you know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't necessarily know how Kobe would have felt about that. Because realistically, fam, we don't wanna. We want to keep it on a celebratory mood, but we don't want to talk about how Nike and Kobe kind of was eh, not really vibing like that. Like that. All right. Salute to Kobe. Mama forever. Gigi forever. We, were, we, we spoke about Tory Lanez being sentenced to 10 years, man. And, you know, you know, hip hop, you know, obviously hip hop, hip hop 50. We're still celebrating hip hop 50 and, you know, hip hop. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to hip-hop, right? Because, yeah, sure, it's it's a genre that provided, you know, 50 years of entertainment, 50 years of great, you know, music, memories, and all of these great things that spawned from hip-hop. You know, you had artists who became actors and went into film, and, you know, whether it's Ice-T... The original OG, original gangster, the first artist that they labeled as a gangster rapper. And, you know, Ice-T had to kind of take the the lashings for, for gangster rap. And, you know, that whole thing, he was the first artist who actually got a parental advisory sticker put on his album. Ice-T is now a, a, a household name, you know, on, what is it, NCIS? You know what I'm saying? I'm not really a big TV show guy. But I know he on one of them shows, one of them crime shows. It's not CSI, is it? I think it is NCIS, but he's definitely, you know, Ice-T, he transcended. He transcended the culture, man. He transcended the culture just like hip-hop transcended the culture and went to all these different, you know, all across the globe, man. Africa, Europe, Asia. How many stories have we heard? about artists traveling to these different regions and different countries and places where they didn't even know that these people, these people can't even speak the language that we speak, but will sit there and recite every goddamn lyric to a 50 Cent song or a Jay-Z song or a Kendrick Lamar song. This is what hip-hop has done. It's bigger than language. It broke language barriers. It, it, it changed everything changed everything but also like I said the good and the bad right and the ugly 
So then we also got to highlight the fact that, you know, it has influence to do good and bad, right? And I feel like the Tory Lane situation might be, you know, a, an example of the bad that, that can happen in hip-hop, right? And we want to see less of these stories and we want to see more of the triumph, right? More triumph and less tragedy. Huh? Come on now. That might be episode 40 on the low. I might have my studio up and running by then. But listen, we're not going to harp on anything negative, man. Hip-hop turns 50. I mean, I just feel like for me personally, like like I said, man, this thing started started back in uh 73. You know, this is just me freestyling, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the hip-hop episode, I'm definitely going to freestyle. As a matter of fact, let me put my docket over here, right? I don't even want to name me right now. I'm off the dome with this, right? Like I said, hip-hop was, you know, it birthed in 73. I'm, I'm 14 years later. I'm 87, you know. So, 14 years, you know, I, I basically didn't, I, I had to go back into the crates is what I'm saying. To get that knowledge about, you know, Kumo D and the Grandmaster Five and the, you know, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, like all of the the OGs and the pioneers, Dougie Fresh, you know, what I'm saying Big Daddy Kane, KRS One, KRS One. I definitely went back and did a lot of these artists. Really, basically, you know, we gotta really just thank them. We have to thank these artists, right? Because at the end of the day. The music and the art form that we enjoy today, we wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for these pioneers at the end of the day, man. These OGs, right? Who basically showed these artists how to maneuver and navigate. And at the end of the day, they had to kind of take, you know what I'm saying, the lashings for the genre, right? So that we could kind of come out here now and now we have podcasts and and we have Individuals who are, you know, name themselves after after a classic artist album, Will Maddie TV. Come on, it ain't hard to tell. Will Maddie TV is Nas at the end of the day, fam. And that's hip hop. So that's just basically what it, what we do, right? We 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 plant a seed and we continue to water the seeds and watch these seeds evolve and grow into culture, right? I feel like that was that was fire right there, low key. I might have to write that down. Right? That's what hip-hop is to me. We got to water these seeds, man. And, and at the end of the day, you know, we, we celebrating 50 years of this thing. And, you know, I could really just go on forever. I really want to, like, like, if I'm just being all the way a 1,000, I kind of got, like, this fire. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got my show that I got to do in, like, about an hour. Right? And I'm looking at my battery life right now, like, hold on. But as we speak about hip-hop, right, as we speak about hip-hop, we definitely got to acknowledge the fact that Eminem, here we go again, Eminem, Eminem mad, Eminem mad at hip-hop, Eminem mad at, you know, more specifically, Melly Mel, you know, Eminem just basically recently put out, well, him and his new artist, right? So I wasn't even aware of who this, this individual was, apparently... Easy Mill is a newly signed Shady Aftermath uh, artist. I'm not even sure if it's Shady Aftermath or if it's just Shady, Shadyville Records. I'm not sure what it is. Is it? Is it? Is it fucking? There's no more Slaughterhouse, is there? But but Easy Mill is definitely a new artist that Eminem signed, and I've you know I've heard brief 
briefly I've heard about who this individual was and basically from what I understand this is an individual who was basically just a huge Eminem fan right much like myself because at the end of the day Eminem I'm you know on record saying that Eminem is definitely in my top 10 right of hip-hop artists all time and there's no dispute in it right um for me personally I just feel like I never really understood. Yeah, at a certain point, sure, I did. I did feel like I kind of felt the same way that artists like Melly Mel feel today, right? Like this white boy, man. This white boy out of here, man. He not really hip hop. He's white. He doesn't really. He talks about drugs and and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a realistically at the end of the day, Eminem has said a lot of things that I have I don't agree with. On a personal tip, right? That's just the, the reality of the situation. But when we look at it, we got to really just break it down and look at... Like, if we do a lyrical breakdown of everything that we've ever listened to, fam, a lot of artists say a lot of wild shit is basically what I'm saying. And realistically, fam, we're not going to hold you to the shit that you said that we didn't agree with. I'm going to hold you to the... And realistically, the, the what saves Eminem ultimately, and I'm kind of jumping around here. I have a lot of thoughts about when it comes to hip-hop, obviously. And this is the Hip Hop 50 episode, fam. And we talking about hip hop right now. And we talking about Eminem, who I do feel like un, undeniably is hip hop. Undeniably, right? When we, when we talking about MC and what an MC is. What is an MC, fam? Huh? Eminem, MC, his name. You can't say MC without saying M. You understand what I'm saying? And realistically, fam, microphone controller, Right? Move the crowd, whichever one you want to use, right? Because at the end of the day, Eminem is doing both of those. This man is performing in stadiums. I wasn't even aware of the fact that he changed laws overseas in Dubai. They they changed laws so that hip-hop could come over there for Eminem. Like, Eminem was breaking barriers down way before he was breaking the internet, right? So... I'm not going to sit here and act like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, fam, and that we've never seen anything that comes close to his level or his skill level. We ain't seen a lot. But, yeah, 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 obviously, like, for me personally, like I said, Eminem is in my top 10. I feel like I got to get in my top 10 now. Like, this is the Hip Hop 50 episode, right, at the end of the day, like, so off the top, let me let me let me see if I can just give y'all my top ten real quick off the dome. So it's always Pac one, right? Kendrick, well, excuse me, Nas two, Kendrick three. Pac, Nas, Kendrick is my top three all time. That's inter- That's never going to be interchangeable, right? That is permanently my top three, right? That 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 would be my Mount Rushmore, if you will. Well, Mount Rushmore is five, right? So we throw Cole in there, and then we throw Lupe in there. And that'll be my top five personally, right? These are the artists who I ran to when shit was crucial. When the tank was on E and it was nothing left. Understand that these five artists got me through all of it, right? So that's why I personally, that's why that's my top five, right? Then when we go six through ten, all right, I said Lupe. So now Eminem is number six. Here come M, right? And realistically, I had M at number five for a while. I did. I had to recently make that decision because at the end of the day, Lupe Fiasco, in my opinion, might have to be the most underrated, you know, there's a lot of underrated artists at the end of the day, right? So it's kind of hard to even say who's the most underrated, but I mean, come on, man. 
I just be listening to Lupe Fiasco songs sometimes, fam, and I, I just I we still haven't seen anybody match, you know, that level of wizardry that he's doing on a lot of those records, man. And then he also got the bops too. He got superstar too. He got Grammy nominated songs too. Like he could go into that lane. Like Lupe Fiasco is definitely an underrated artist. But let me continue with this top ten though, right? So where we at? I got Lupe F5. I got MS6. See, this is where it gets shaky now, right? Because, again, this is my top 10. And, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm basing this solely off of my personal experiences with it. Let me just get out of the damn 10 and stop beating around the bush. I got King Los coming in at number 8. I know a lot of people are going to scratch their head when they hear King Los. But that's okay. And that's why this is my top 10. Because now you probably got to go and do some research and find out what it is that you missed, right? And realistically, the King Lowe's could easily be at number one, right? Just off of skill level alone. If we just talking about skill level and, you know, I mean, listen, man, punchlines, wordplay, metaphors. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. King Lowe's could easily be in the top three, right? If we really just talking about bars, right? But in all, you know, in all reality, you know, the catalog is not deep enough. I got King Los at number eight. Listen, I got two more in there. I'm, I got to throw Jay in there and I got to throw Big in there. Just all for the fact that, you know, Book of Hove, like I said, the Book of Hove kind of like officially solidified Jay-Z as, you know, in my top ten. Uh, that shit, is, I just passed that shit in the rain, actually. You know what I'm saying? That shit look better in the rain, fam. Like. To see that, the, 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 the lyrics on that wall, I already explained to you how I felt about that situation. It was one of the most inspiring things I've ever seen. Uh, I feel like Jay is, you know, and then obviously what he's done as far as his catalog and his skill level, right? I kind of caught up to Jay later on, you know what I'm saying? And that's just the real, the real honest truth. Uh, you know, I've, been, I've heard, I've been hearing Jay my whole life. I ain't really been listening to him, you know what I'm saying, basically. And I, once you start listening to certain, just, you know, records back, it's kind of like, it's kind of impossible to not to put this guy in your top 10, right? I mean, we punchlines, he got, it's all there. It's all there. He's checking off all of those boxes as well. And Biggie's in there just over the fact that, uh, I mean, listen, man, I just feel like, obviously, you know, Big didn't have the runtime that a lot of artists did. And just for that simple fact right there, I'm going to put him in the top 10 because I just feel like, We've seen what he was able to do in a short period of time, right? So, obviously, needless to say, and then Big was also writing for Lil' Kim. We see what the City Girls is out here doing now. I just feel like Big would have probably ended up having his own record company, ultimately. And basically, he would have been doing the Diddy. It would have been Biggie doing the Diddy, you feel me? And maybe Diddy, he could have got Diddy out of here low-key, and that might be the reason why we don't even have Biggie no more, but that's a whole other story for a conspiracy episode that we're going to do. I'm just saying, man, that's my top 10, realistically. That 7 through 10 is interchangeable, right? And that's subject to be changed. King Los, that's permanent. After Los, the J Big is subject to change, because if I'm being all the way honest, there was a point in time when Nelly was my favorite rapper. Yeah, 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 let's talk about it. The Band-Aid over the Otter. The country grammar, I wasn't really sure what was happening. I felt like that was when hip hop started to make a make a turn, make a hard left from, you know what I'm saying, that golden era that we kinda all grew up on, right? You had guys like Nelly coming in there, doing something a little different. 
Guys like Ludacris coming in there doing something a lot different, right? That was another, you know, Ludacris is definitely uh, in my top 15. You know, I feel like Word of Mouth is a classic album that I had on repeat. That's another thing that I got to factor in. The artists who had albums that I actually, like, lived and died by. Like, like Ludacris had an album that I actually used to go to sleep to. Wayne... Definitely, oh man, I forgot about Wayne and Kanye. So basically, like I said about my, my 7 through 10 being interchangeable, this is a perfect example of that right now. I left out Wayne, Kanye, that's blasphemy. So realistically, we're going to move Jay and Big to 11 and 12, fam. Wayne and Kanye has to be in my top 10, just off of the, the, the amount of music I've listened to, right? So as you can clearly see, my top 10 is really like 50 people, fam, low key, right? It's subject to change. Obviously, my, my, my top threes is permanence. Everything after that is subject to change. But listen, man, all I'm saying is this, man. It's been a part of my life, you know, since I can even remember. Realistically, though, my first, my first real true memory of, like, just basically, you know, what they would say. I was just watching Brown Sugar, like, two days ago, right? And they start off the movie... The question they ask is, when when did you fall in love with hip-hop? And then they interview all of the legends. You got Kumo D and Russell Simmons and, you know what I'm saying? All of the Pete Rock, every all of the, the, the icons and the legends in the beginning. And they're basically explaining the moment that basically captured their love for hip-hop. And for me personally, and I, I say this all the time, and realistically, fam, I should be saving this for the book, for real. This is like book this ain't even really for the podcast, right? But Nas, Lauren Hill, If I Ruled the World, and, and realistically, fam, what was that? It was written? I'm pretty sure that was all for It Was Written, and if I'm just being all the way a thousand, it wasn't like I didn't hear hip-hop music prior to that, right? Because that came out in like 93, 94, whatever the case may be. I was a seven years old at this point, right? It was already music. Hip-hop was already basically, you know, permeating the culture. And I was hearing other art, like Criss Cross. I can remember, like, all right, so honestly, if I'm being really honest, it might really be Criss Cross for real. That might have been the real first, because I couldn't even remember, like, putting my my clothes on a certain way. I didn't even want to, I would cry if I couldn't wear my, 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 my jeans backwards. That was the whole style. They had the, the backwards baggy clothes on and yeah, like, I was completely, in, like, it, it encapsulated me. And I wanted to look exactly like they looked. I wanted to do the dance that they did in the video. And that was kind of, like, basically how I was rocking. So that might have been, that was a little earlier. That might have been, like, 92, 93 right there. So if I'm being honest, for real, for real, that might have really been my first, like, the moment. But that didn't really carry me all the way through. It, it, once I heard that Nas Lauren Hill, though, that was when it... It basically uh, reassured, it reassured that moment for me, basically, right? As I'm stumbling to get words out right now, I'm exhausted, fam. It basically confirmed what I felt. You know what I'm saying? I was a little older at this point, and I just feel like, man, like I said on the, you know, on the AM show the other day, being on the 16th floor in Left Right City, you know, it's just a it's just something I'll never be able to really get out of my mind, you know what I'm saying? Being in the living room, the stereo blasting, this song, you know, 
Lauren Hill, this angelic voice, Nas with this with these wisdom lyrics. Like I just I didn't really understand it the way I understand it now, but when I'm saying this, I knew that something was getting ready to happen, fam. I knew that life changed once I heard that song. And I mean at that point hip hop, you know, hip hop was with me for the for the you know, up until this point now. As I sit here right now, actually, it's so interesting that I, you know, I'm actually holding, you know, obviously the hip hop influence, you know, we all had our our phases in life where we we basically was trying to be hip hop artists and shit, right? So I basically made it a point to, you know what I'm saying, uh, record this episode. It's only right. I got these this instrumental, you know, this CD case, right? With all these burnt instrumentals on, on here. These are instrumentals that I actually, like, rap and, like, spit verses on. And I actually still have my hard drive. I actually still have my, my rhyme books, which is ridiculous, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually holding... Right now, as I record, my my original notebooks that I used to write in, fam. So, realistically, what I'm saying is, I might be still talented more than 80% of the game right now, fam. Because I actually wrote my lyrics, you feel me? And I actually have my notebooks and lyrics. These are documented and I will always have these. these this is going to be my book of hove right here. You feel me? And realistically, fam, they really had, you know what I'm saying, the studios in there. Uh, Why do I keep forgetting the name of this damn studio, bro? Whatever the damn studio is, they had it in there. And they had, like, pen and paper and, like, notebooks on the table. And I was definitely staring really, really hard at that shit. Like, yo, that's crazy. I'm a problem, nigga. Get the problem solver. Get the OG. Get the godfather. Who you bang with? That don't please, that don't phase me. I'll kill a nigga quick since my dad ain't raised me. See, now, it's going to be moments like that where it's kind of like, all right, fam, I'm not really sure where I was. I'm not really sure where I was trying to take out with this one right here. I can't believe I actually wrote this. I walk on my block, your block, his block, all right. So that was basically how I was, you know, it might have been another day. I got caught in the rain or something. I was probably mad. I sound like some angry balls right there. What's this right here? <laughs> I remember this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna recite that. It's a lot of, a lot of bars in here that I don't necessarily agree with anymore. But the fact of the matter is, I I really wrote my lyrics, fam, and I still have these books. I got a whole look at this. The five subject joint, full front to back, fam. Just random lyrics and metaphors and punchlines, man. Listen, 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 fam. I'm going to definitely post that at some point, right? I don't want y'all to think I'm capping. Like, I really got the instrumentals, fam. I really need to put some of these in and hear some of these, man. Shout out to P. Cutter. The P. Cutter instrumental series was crazy. DJ Corrupt. I definitely got Get Richard Die Trying in here, which is crazy. Burnt. Yeah, man. Yeah. Will Maddie TV. I am hip-hop. I really am hip-hop. Like, I really am hip-hop. Like, and I, I I really have my MySpace music page still up. Yeah, myspace.com backslash P-A-C-M-A-N-4-L-I-F-3. It's so crazy that that's still up. But, yeah, that's still up. My songs are still on there. 
I can't get them off of the MySpace, which is crazy, but I actually have my hard drive with the original versions of the song. So I'm just saying, I might, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what I'll do. I might, I might have to put out a 50 of, of special mixtape or something tomorrow, fam. Realistically, all these goddamn songs I got on the hard drive, I might need to drop an album tomorrow, fam. And realistically, fam, like I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating doing something really special. I went 11 minutes in. Listen, listen, I got things to do, uh, places to be, um, and more specifically, a show on A&P coming up. My phone about to die. I got to get my battery right and all that. So, look, we about to end this thing. But before we do that, we still talking about hip-hop. We need to just do a quick a quick mention of something that I, I peeped. I caught, I caught wind of today. And, you know, obviously, you know, um, so Reason from TDE. Right, I just I just seen some clip where basically he's on a live stream and you know some things were said during a press run, you know salute and shout out to Musa, you know one of the executives over there at TDE. That's one of or oh, that's Top Dogs. You know obviously we all know who Top Dog is, big homie salute, uh, TDE president Anthony Anthony Tivitt, right? But you know this is the whole thing, man. Top Dog. TDE, it's, it's disappointing, man. It's disappointing, man. And we and we at the 50th year hip hop. We we hate to see when a groups when groups in hip hop, basically who have so much potential, so much talent under their umbrella, basically just don't seem to figure out a way to kind of nurture the artist in a way where it's just, I don't know really what's going on basically. But what it's basically looking like is reason is kind of you know disgruntled. About some things over there on the business tip This is only noteworthy for me For two reasons Obviously, number one, Reason is actually a talented artist I do actually feel like Reason is talented um, One of the points that was made On this live stream Basically, you know, with Moose and Reason Going back and forth with each other Like, yo, bro, you trying to make this a viral clip? Or you trying to have a conversation? They kind of was doing both. And Musa was throwing little shots. And, and Reason was kind of basically saying, like, well, listen, dog, tell me where I lied at, fam. Because at the end of the day, fam, I'll come on here and expose the whole business secrets that y'all got going on over there. And realistically, fam, we just seen Kendrick leave. And that's why this was noteworthy for me. Right? Because I had my opinions on that situation when that was taking place. And I, I, I kind of felt like. You know, you spend enough years listening to certain artists' music and, and you kind of grow with an artist. You kind of you kind of understand how an artist is thinking and how certain things, you know. That that situation just didn't play out in a way that made me feel like Kendrick was leaving on good terms, right? And unfortunately, now we're back in the same, in the same boat here. You know, not in Montgomery, Alabama. We're not on that boat, right? That boat got docked, right? Or they probably capsized it at this point, fam. We don't know where that boat is. This boat with Reason and TDE and Top Dog and and, and the labels. And I just feel like, listen, Top Dog, just do what you got to do, man. And get your artists right, dog. You got some of the most talented artists. Y'all lost Kendrick. And realistically, fam, keep y'all stay away. Stay away from Kendrick, fam. Because if anything comes out, all I'm saying is this. I just feel like certain labels do business a certain way. And that's hip hop, man. And that's that's just kind of the name of the game. And that's just kind of what it is now. It's, it's it's more business than anything, fam. Like realistically, like you know, if the business is not right, nothing else is gonna be right. 
check this out. Check this out. Check this out. I'm getting ready to end this episode. It's been real. I appreciate you all for joining me. Um, I will be back up and running in my full form and full strength. This is only the beginning. Don't forget that. The EBCG podcast. This was episode 39. 39 today. 40 the next. ABCG podcast. I do it for the kids and the projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones they tend to forget. The ones that they tend to lie to and send them outside to get wet in the rain. You feel the pain? You understand what I'm saying? ABCG podcast. W-Y-L-L-M-A-T-I-C-T-V. Episode 39. You already know what it is. It's been real. I'm losing my whole voice on the outro, but it's cool. Tune into the AMP. Uh, sample by hip hop. I will be I will be on live shortly. You already know what it is. I might have to push that bitch back though. Low key. I might have to go on at ten. I need some time to kinda of get some things together. Listen, it is what it is. Yankee Stadium, I'll be there. August eleventh, you already know what it is. I'll be back with my recap. Inshallah. Come on, man. It's only the beginning. EBCG episode thirty nine. That was a rap. Peace, love. Prosperity, Will Maddie TV. Till the next time.